This episode has trigger warnings for gore, undeath, horror, and disturbing descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Eterna. Keep your dice rolling, your friends close, your monsters closer, and don't let the old gods bite. This podcast is an Eldritch Dream Games production, a dark fantasy Pathfinder game laced deep with cosmic horror. I would like to thank the patrons that make this possible, Brian Bridges, Brian Rafe, Donald Bewley, Eric S. Pat, Tim Demuse, Undead Fish, and Wesley Sullivan. Stay tuned after our tale to hear what these glorious people have in the works. But for now, let us listen. Um, these look like uh, f- very freshly born kittens, but still in like the sacks. Like the sacks haven't been chewed off of them. Well, I think we found your mother tavern cat's babies. Yes, that's that's what it must be. That's. Are you familiar with this? No. Normally, like this sack would be like you know like a fleshy color, but they're kind of like inky and like gray and black. I I I, I say we just leave it be and go on because I don't know what what this shit is. I agree. Leave no trace that we were here. Do y'all move slowly as to not disturb these jelly beans? I'm yes. gonna do my best not to disturb this stuff and just keep going. Yeah. All right. So as you move along, this the smell is like gross to uh, the two not scented creatures, but uh, Don, this smell is fucking awful. It, it smells like like necrosis and gangrene and just rotting flesh that's not quite all the way gone he he's still walking forward but uh he's it's like he's breathing it in and trying to breathe through his mouth but it's 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 everywhere he's not like snarling or not yeah he's just it's just bothering him and he's he'll like shake his head he'll try not to like sneeze like you ever seen a dog that doesn't like love a smell? He's trying to hold it back, yeah. but it is pretty unbearable, but he's going to keep going further. If I can tell he's having an issue with this, can I cast prestidigitation on his nose so that he smells something pleasant? I, I kind of need to smell, though. I can dismiss it once we're past this. Okay, okay so oh, you know what? Uh, uh, knowing that Adira has prestidigitation, uh, Kamiho, at, at a certain point, if he just had enough, he'll turn, look... Uh, put his head down and just rub his uh, front one of his paws over his nose just looking pitiful as hell and just like gag a she'll, little yeah she'll make, it, she'll, she'll make him smell something uh, pleasant like uh, strawberries or something nice Okay. so it, it certainly lessens the impact uh, you can smell through this <laughs> and so it smells like a mixture of the two but it is less uh, less prevalent to you. This is sort of like hampering your your good scent. But like once we're 
past this area where the stench is, she'll dismiss it so that he can go back to sniffing for people. All right. So as you travel along, uh, you notice that these little uh, blobs of uh, placenta Mm. are... uh, they're squirming. It's obvious that whatever is inside is struggling. You 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 look as you're passing, and there some of them are just like floating by in the water, and those ones aren't really moving at all. Uh, and it just it smells like death. There's slime coating the floor, uh, with these disgusting drag marks. And uh, you come to another place where the tunnel like splits off and. The slime and putrescence goes down the left path, and there's also a straight path and a right path. Let's go down the not gross path. Yes. Uh, he'll, uh, Kumiho will uh, look to the gross part, shake his head, and uh, cock his head towards uh, either of the other two. Adira just be like, yeah, let, let's avoid the gross shit. Okay, so he'll go uh, straight. Yeah, I'd be ready to get out of this shit myself. It's not pleasant. <laughs> it's so bad Kumiho can't even laugh at the uh, play on words there. <laughs> so, like, y'all, y'all, y'all go down the other way. As we're tracking through this, uh, at some point she's going to be like, okay, uh, Baron, correct? Hi, Baron Quill. Very nice to meet you. Uh, can I ask you a question that might be rather rude? Uh, hasn't stopped anybody else before. Is it going to be, can my daddy touch you? No. Um, okay. We'll save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are you? Uh, that that one's actually quite common. Uh, I'm an Ogun. Uh-huh. Okay. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Faken. Okay. I know what I know what a fae is. I saw one. But yeah, she's just like, okay. I was just curious. <laughs> she's like, just nothing new whatsoever. Not even a little bit. Don, sniff these people out, damn it. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I thought you were searching for something. I thought <laughs> yeah. Sean was searching for oh, something. I, I, I am. Uh, okay. Go, go ahead. If yeah. you want to say something, go, go ahead. No, I, I, I was just teasing him to hurry up. And oh, him okay. Um, yeah. Twelve. A 12 perception. Mm-hmm. Um, you still got some of that shit stuck in. Like, that smell is just all up in your sinuses and shit. Mm-hmm. Are you intentionally keeping the voice now? Is this what you're going to do? Oh, uh, <laughs> shit. Sorry, no, no, you're fine. No, no, you're, <laughs> you're fine. I just want to make sure if it was a conscious choice or not, or if you just got stuck in that gear. You're good. I just wanted to be clear. Uh, yeah, I got stuck. Uh, you, yep. You've still got some of this shit stuck in your nose. Okay, great. Uh, Yep. Huzzah. <laughs> it's like you sniff around and it's, like, it's still like all you can smell, basically. Ooh, it's horrible. Yep. Can I take and like make markings on the walls as we're going along? Okay. Yeah. Um I'm gonna I'm gonna leave uh you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna draw her family symbol on the walls where we walk by. Okay. Cause that is something I feel like Clint would recognize if he came across it. Oh smart. Okay. So you do that. Uh, you keep making your way along, and I'm gonna roll for something. Yes. 
Yeah. What makes you think you get to roll? Nobody's told you to roll. Because I'm the GM and I can tell myself to roll. Roll, Sean. Fine. Roll a percentile. Oh, those are really unlikely odds. Is the next one going to be a talk? No, it's not. It's a 1% chance of getting that number. It. What are the odds of rolling two numbers on a D100 in sequence? Um, shit, it's a good one. <laughs> Y'all are traveling along. Uh, go ahead and give me another scent perception. <sighs> oh, 19. Does he smell aggression? No, he does not smell aggression. He does, however, smell fresh air. Oh, he's going to breathe deep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That means that there's some sort of opening up to the surface nearby. Mm -hmm. All right. Can we tell, like, the general direction? We've been walking this, that, and the other, where we're probably still, like, under the city, or if we're near the edge or if we're closer to the middle or any of that uh go ahead and make me intelligence checks to get a general feel 16 20 all right so yeah you've got a, you you've been pacing yourselves and know pretty well where you are you're good uh a, a good bit closer to the center of the city now not quite there but quite a bit closer um so you know you're like towards the epicenter of damage as well. Right. Okay. And we still haven't seen any sign of peoples. Uh, there's been a lot of intense smells. Uh, so tracking them by smell may not be the absolute best way to do things, but uh, it, it's certainly better than nothing. What about um, a survival for footsteps? Uh, go ahead and uh, make me one. Okay. 18. Okay, so like you're looking around in this area where you're at, and you only see y'all's footsteps altogether. There are some thin layers of uh, muck, this kind that you would expect to find here, though, that uh, are relatively undisturbed. Uh, There's like little uh, paw prints from like rats and shit in it. And we can't come across any turnoffs or anything other than that one split, right? so far, but uh, you you know there has to be more because of the size of the city. Right. A lot of, a lot of like, the smaller, like, water junctions that are, like, pipe-sized, like, come down into these uh, waterways, and then uh, these waterways branch throughout the city. Okay, so I'm gonna say we just keep moving forward. And you do come to find a, a part of the tunnel collapsed in from the surface. Uh, this is where that fresh scent was coming from. And go ahead and make me perception checks. 13. 22. And uh, to, to clarify with what I meant earlier about y'all are getting close to the center of the city, y'all are in like the inner third of the city now, I'd say. Okay. Right. I didn't expect we was there yet. I just. Okay, so you would notice that coming off of this rubble, there are actually footprints in the muck. Oh, heading heading in Kumiho. the direction that you are heading. Kumiho, look, there's prints. Maybe you can get a scent off of them. Yep, and that's what he's gonna do. Uh, get a scent, get the size, the gate, number, uh, there are frequency. Multiple. Yeah, 
freshness? They look like they've come back and forth, uh, some fresher than others. Uh, many of them trampled over each other, varying sizes. I want to make sure I leave a mark near this hole that is clearly visible of her family symbol. Okay. And are these all uh, boot prints, or are there are there any hoof or whatever the? F- uh, no, no hoof. Uh, they all seem to be shoe or foot. Okay. If you follow them, you will find that before too long, there is a conjunction area. Uh, one part, however, uh, seems to have been barricaded uh, with various pieces of wood and masonry and what have you. It's very shambled together. Is there just a barricade? Is there like a door? Is it like... Uh, it looks like there's um, a way in, but it's closed from the other side sort of situation. Uh, can we see through the barricade at all? As if I could squeeze through a narrow... Uh, make me perceptions. 16. Eight. Okay. Uh, yeah, the, the 16 will see a, a spot near the bottom, near the middle, where you could probably, as a fox, you could probably squeeze through uh, with some difficulty. Mm-hmm. Can I just knock on the barricade like it was a door? Yeah. It's like, because you said there's obviously like a, a way in and out, but it's barred from the other side. But what if this is the shortcut to come back from the end of the dungeon? Uh, <laughs> Nobody uh, will answer. There, you hear the sound of people, and you would hear a voice, uh, that of a woman. <laughs> Who is it? It is a deer. Auntie of the Makalabara Sham. I'm looking for Clint. Is he with you? It, uh, uh, that's a mouthful. Uh, why are you looking for Clint? Because I promised him I would. Make me a diplomacy check. I actually have this. This is a skill I never get to use, but I have. A 20. Uh, okay, hold on. And you'll hear some shit shifting around and then like uh, a big plate of uh, kind of wood that's been kind of wedged together swings away from the left side of the wall and the uh, the way is open. As she strolls up in there with her six foot tall golden glory shield and armored up and looks at these people. There's a middle-aged human woman looking somewhat nervous behind this door structure. You look around and you see several people, uh, including a few children, kind of sitting around this this section of tunnel which seems to have been walled off. Uh, There is a crumbled bit of the tunnel wall near the center that appears to have been broken through and has a tarp hanging over it. You do not see Clint at the moment. She just looks at this woman and is like, where is he? In there, and she points at the uh, crumbled bit. Thank you. She'll start walking that way. As she goes by these kids, though, she'll pull uh, a couple of rations out and hand to them, because you know how she is about kids. Uh, so they take them. They all look very nervous. Like, having a stranger here is not a good thing. Like, ev- everybody here, the adults, the the children, uh, no one here looks happy to see you. Uh, Kumi- Kumiho is uh, staying in uh, Fox form. 
He's kind of he's kind of like trailing after, and um, Adira is a smart gal. Um, he's like literally following by her side, so he's 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 kind of thinking he can maybe get away with a little subterfuge with them thinking he's just like a little fox companion. Yeah, she continues into this area where this lady told her she'd find Clint, and Baron is given just as just as odd a uh, a a look as. Uh, Adira is and uh, you continue on towards the crack in the wall where it appears that a uh, hollow an an underground hollow has been made or perhaps discovered rather and it's cordoned off uh, with a few uh, ropes and curtains so that it it seems they've offered some sort of semblance of sectioning off areas. Like she's not going to go around just opening curtains trying to peer in on whoever's behind them so she's just like Clint <laughs> one, one of the curtains will open momentarily thereafter and a very worn and weary looking Clint uh, peers out Adira like she'll just give a big old smile she'll be like you are a difficult man to find my apologies but it's partially the point uh, come uh, I have not much room but you're welcome to it and he'll open the curtain wider. And uh, yeah, you can see, like, his, his little section of this hollow is packed with, like, his shit. Books everywhere. Yeah, there's a little bedroll and uh, a small uh, squat stool turned into a form of table. Well, I've come to get you out of here. I'm afraid that's uh, easier said than done. It's not that difficult. Uh, well, above, uh, it's not very safe. I've not seen it myself, but there's apparently something that roams the tunnels down here that's quite horrific as well. Yes, I've heard. The mother of all tavern cats is the way it was described to me. He he gets a puzzled look on his face. I I, I don't know. I haven't seen it. But uh, there, there, there's a way back through the tunnels the way we came. And that's where the tunnel creature comes in. Some people have ventured out in seeking to uh, tr- use the tunnels to get out of town. But even with any admissions of coming back, uh, we've not found anybody to uh, been able to escape yet. Clint, sweetheart, look at me. Look, I'm here, aren't I? Yes. I got from here. What we can, yes, Adira, I understand. But from what we understand, it lets people in and doesn't let them out. Do you think it's going to stop me? Oh, it stopped everyone else so far. And you're powerful, yes. But I, I don't know if you're that powerful. And of course, like, he doesn't know that you're more powerful now, really. It's All right, all right, all right. If I go kill this thing... Will you come with me? I couldn't put you in harm's way like that. I didn't ask that. I said, if I go kill this thing, will you leave with me? I will leave regardless, but I'm just saying we need to... We would have to think about how we want to do this, what risks we're willing to take, because it is very dangerous to attempt to exit the city from this deep inn. Kumiho. What did you call me? No, no, no. I'm talking to the fox. Sweetheart, I can't talk to you this way. Come on. 
<laughs> and uh, he'll he'll bound over and uh, turn into his true form. So you're telling me you've never seen the Queen of the Tavern Cats? Uh, I've never seen it myself, no. I, I've been brought some samples of what it leaves behind, though. Are the kittens in the sacks that stink? Uh, yes, if you can call them that. Well, I didn't stop to, to see what they were. So evidently this this uh, mother of all tavern cats lets people in, but not back out. These people are trapped. Like, he, he understands what's be, what was being said. He just can't speak. He's like, yeah. That. So, uh, do you feel like a fight? If these people are being held against their will, it is our duty to free them from this disgusting, vile, difficult to breathe in prison. Well, there were some kids in there, and uh, I know I, they, they need to get out of the city. I'm not going to leave kids sitting around in this shit. Literally. This isn't the only pocket of survivors down here in the sewers either, but uh, others have resorted to methods of their own for protection. Like what? Well, there's uh, one such group of survivors that are. Uh, were apparently an underground cult to uh, Asmodeus, which uh, frowned upon, but not illegal, of course. Uh, they've apparently made some some deal with devils uh, to garner them some protection. Uh, at, at this, Kumiho's eyes kind of uh, go wide a little bit, and uh, maybe you could uh, drop some knowledge on me as a player. Uh, Kumiho is a devout follower of well, he's a he's a damn paladin of Abadar. And uh, what is the relationship between Asmodeus and Abadar followers? Uh, they, have, they have a business relationship, uh, more or less. The uh, the way devils are much more harsh than Abadarians. They're very power oriented, but they adhere to law just as much. Uh, as Abadarians do, and thus aren't necessarily enemies. Okay. You, as somebody more interested in the good of others, might be less inclined to be in agreement with devils and their use, but uh, you're not like, ah, devils, no. Okay, yeah, no, uh, knowing what I do know about Asmodeus, I, uh, I did kind of suspect that was the case. I just wanted to be clear on that. Cool. So, uh, these men with devils, can they fight? Well, they have devils, so I assume at least they can. How close are they? Well, I'm not entirely sure. We've only ever met them while venturing out. And with some luck, avoided confrontation. Maybe we can get them to help with the fight. Perhaps. uh, Last we heard from them. Uh, they had troubles of their own. Uh, shadow devils of some kind. Perhaps bastardizations or reflections of their own conjurations uh, seemed to be hunting them. Alright, well, I think we have to do first things first is Kumiho, how would you feel about inviting this group to your house so that they could have meal, baths, get some peaceful rest? I was thinking precisely the same thing, although the less than warm welcome we were greeted to 
was off-putting, but now knowing the, the lay of the land, I, I understand why they'd be wary of even more mouths to feed and suspicious of strangers. So yes, I would I would be honored to invite all of you to spend the night in my home. Well, let me put on my nice smiling queen's mask and go talk to these people. Uh, Clint just looks very confused. So does Baron. Baron is like, the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> this this uh, this area, the hollowed out bit, are we pretty well secluded from everyone? Uh, you don't hear anyone else within this chamber, uh, but it's not like really far out into the tunnel at all. You're like, the, this hollow is probably like maybe like 10 by 15 feet. Like it's very densely packed with shit. Okay, I, I was playing with the idea of maybe setting up the thing and then staying in Fox form so they didn't know who I was, but that's not really who Kumiho is. He was he was wary of this, but clearly they need uh, uh, seeing another person clad in uh, magic armor with magic weapons. Um, would probably do good to help boost morale so he'll stay in his true form and uh, get ready to prepare his home. All right, come on, guys. Let's go talk to everybody. What happened to your other companions? Uh, Clint's, like, walking along with you. We uh, had a bit of a disagreement. And uh, your new friends? Well, I met Kumi Hall in a town up north of here. They were having a problem with some... I guess mutated goblins. Um, we helped arm them and stuff so they'd be able to fight. And I just met Baron, what, an hour ago? Yeah, <laughs> hey, something like that. Yeah, but I don't know. It's, it's Nobody needs to be running around on their own and all this. So she's going to go back into the main room where all these people are. And she's going to do her best smiley, pleasant demeanor look and be like okay everybody um if uh, you don't mind gathering around my name is Adira my friends and I are here to get you out of the city but it sounds like this is going to take some time and some planning so we're going to offer you a safe place to get some rest get cleaned up and eat your fill of food and uh Aww. at this uh Kumiho will uh reach into his uh, tunic and pull out the key and like he did in the uh, the village he's gonna uh, just jab it into the uh, air uh, behind Adira and uh, open the king's vault and uh, stand aside alright so uh, the people kind of congregate and they're apprehensive obviously but uh, Clint will go ahead and go inside and show them that it's all right and they they will all follow him uh as they begin getting attended to and fed and cleaned and whatnot they uh they seem to relax a little bit yeah as soon as there's inside too she'll uh dismiss her armor and shield so she doesn't look quite so threatening there's no monsters in the house baron's like well, for fuck's sake, why didn't you just pop this thing open earlier? We could have had something nice to eat. It 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 does no good to use it so frivolously. I I prefer to use it as a, a place to rest and 
any food we would have eaten then would have been less food that goes to these people who need it more. I feel I made the the wiser choice. Please help yourself. Don't mind if I do. He will go devour. Sense motive. <laughs> okay. Can he steal my, uh, that's a, ooh, 18 plus, uh, uh, 18 plus one, 19. Is he able to steal like cutlery and shit? Uh, given that it's not really real, no. Good. Okay. I'm just, as, as time has gone by, uh, Don slash Kumiho is getting uh, more and more uh, suspicious of this uh, arsonist, this thief, this <laughs> lock picker. Um, he didn't light any buildings on fire. He lit. Okay, if I go to my city hall <laughs> right now and light a garbage can on fire, or um, if someone has a yeah, arson is not restricted to buildings. Yes, he all he did was clear out a vermin infestation. Okay, so if I go service. <laughs> okay, so if I see uh, a pile of weeds in the garden of my uh, there's a there's a museum uh, not a quarter mile from my house called the Pioneers Museum, and sometimes the weeds grow up a bit. So if I went there and just napalmed the flower <laughs> bed, I would be charged with arson, all for a podcast argument that no one will hear for two months but, when I've already he, been arraigned. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do that. There was a giant. There was a there was a giant monster nest that he lit on fire. I think I'm gonna need you to write up a penal code for Starlight. <laughs> Adira will go sit down next to Clant though. Uh, and uh, Kumiho will go in and uh, with his unseen or the uh, invisible. They're not unseen servants, right? They're slightly different. Yeah, they're they're like kind of like transparent, almost shadow like. Mm -hmm. uh, but they're also like well dressed. Yeah, which is okay. Yeah, so he will busy uh, Kumiho will busy himself with uh, assisting the servants and making sure everyone is fed. People are tended to. Uh, those too weak to do anything, or he'll uh, throw not throw them. <laughs> he will he will see them to bed, even if he has to like you know, even f I imagine four people on a comfy bed is still way better than the. The, the cots and the piles of books that people were sleeping in and their own shit. So he's uh, he's making every effort to make everyone <laughs> they, as comfortable they as possible. outside the door. I know. Into the water. He knows. <laughs> hey, just let Kumiho see everybody to bed. Right. <laughs> every, yeah, if they're, if, they're too, <laughs> if they're too weak, if they're too old, if they're infirm, whatever, he is uh, helping see to every need. And um, well, what time of <laughs> what time of night is this? Like how long have I we mean, been going for, at this today? For you, it's it's not too far into the day. It's a few hours. Okay. But these people probably haven't gotten a, a good sleep in a long time. Yes, and uh, if there's anyone particularly wounded, um, he's willing to uh, use some of his abilities. Um, is anybody? Oh, you know what? No, I want to save those. But uh, he'll he's got five lay on hands. Um, is. Nah, he'll save those too. These people need food. I mean, if, if they're hurt, I can summon positive el energy elementals to them as well. Oh, I forgot about those guys. Overheal. 
But yeah, she'll go sit down to clamp wherever he sat down to eat. Okay. And so you do. <laughs> he is he is having a beignet. Okay. <laughs> because that was what was in front of him. Hey, whatever. She's just happy to see him again. Okay. okay, so uh, tell me about the monster. Which one? The one that's roaming the sewers. Well, uh, what I've heard, it keeps to the shadows. It doesn't seem to like light extraordinarily well, but it's not enough to simply chase it off either. The uh, slime left behind is uh, an adipus here. And uh, the apparent offspring of the creature, uh, to all of my understanding, are dead or do not survive long. Uh, they are horribly mutated. If they are feline in origin, uh, I couldn't tell. So these, uh, these offspring, at least, uh, are they living? Or are they undead? Or... I, I don't think they're undead because they seem to die. Uh, but they're, they're certainly not not anything good. We I've disposed of the uh, of that with which I've been brought uh, due to the scent and uh, in case it would attract the creature. Right. Okay. I I will see what I can figure out about this. I guess just eat and try to get some good rest for once. I've missed having you around. I've missed not being in a broken hellscape, which... Uh, I can imagine. Uh, so, to good to better times, perhaps, and he'll raise a, raise a drink. Um, I can walk in and out of this house, right, as long as he has the door up? Yeah, as long as he has the door open. So, like, she'll get up and she'll, uh, Kumiho, I'll be right back. I'm going to step outside and uh, see if I can talk to Taraxis for a minute. Yes, I've, I've got everything under control here. Uh, give him my regards and thank him for his uh, assistance earlier. Okay. So, she'll walk outside and call for Taraxis. He doesn't appear. <gasps> what? He can only appear above ground. It's like a it's like a leprechaun or something. I think she was for a minute. I think I think her like her initial split second reaction would be worry, and then she'd be like, "Oh shit, we're in a fucking tangle." <sighs> you would hear as as you stepped outside. Uh, you can see the barriers at either end of this small section of tunnel that they've got walled off. And you just hear from the one through which you came, you hear this. Oh, God. Yeah, she's going to step back inside. <laughs> uh, Kumiho. Can I hear the stuff going on outside? No, I said I'd step back inside. Oh, okay. Uh, like, uh, Kumiho. Uh, Go ahead and make a uh, perception at a minus seven. We'll see if you hear it. Nine? Uh, It was loud enough. I think you hear that. Okay. And in in here, okay, hearing that, 
uh, prickle his ears, and then uh, Adira's uh, tone, he's going to uh, rush over. What is it? What is it? Uh, your mother of all tavern cats is outside. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Baron? Baron! Hi. <laughs> the queen of the tavern cats has arrived. Arm yourself. <laughs> he, like, he looks at you and he's like, uh, you mean that thing? What made the tunnel all fucking nasty? And um, uh, all yeah, them, all them. yeah, yes, uh, it's, it's followed us. It seems, or it's was already coming here, but it's it's here. Okay, he'll grab the crossbow and like not really step out of the yeah, fucking I, doorway. I, I'm gonna gear up before I walk back out. Uh, I'm going to cast. Um, it only works for that long. Never mind. I won't cast that. Um, and I won't cast that either right now. Uh, he's going to uh, draw his uh, double comma um, and just kind of, you know, shake shake his limbs loose a little bit, ready for a, a coming fight. Do y'all go back out into the tone model? Oh yeah, she would get yes. up and go back out. Yeah, yeah. I want to confront this thing as, uh, uh, not as far away, but further away from uh, the house. Right. The, uh, the vault. All right. So you step out into the thing, and there's just this weird feeling in the air. This, like, kind of stumbling sense of dread. Oh, yeah. I know it. There's not a lot of sound right now. It sounds very quiet at the moment. And then you hear a sound. It's a, it's a small sound. And like a cat clawing at, at at something like a cat trying to open a drawer. And you look off in that direction. Go ahead and make me perceptions. Ooh, uh, 21. 15. Okay, so you would both notice uh, this bit. Uh, through that small... Uh, gap near the bottom that you had seen before, Kumiho. Uh, you see a small, uh, rather lithe and very pretty little cat crawl into the uh, crawl into the tunnel section where you are. Um, Kumiho, you do notice uh, rather pointedly that the tip of the cat's tail still rests outside of that hole. And then okay. it meows again. But there's not that deep rumble, really. This time it's just like a cat. Are you the advanced scout? Can you understand me? And uh, with that perception, that's what gives me the... Uh, makes me notice that the tail is still out. Yeah. Because uh, Adira uh, certainly noticed... At crawling in, but doesn't notice that little detail. He'll pull out a trail ration and, and throw a crumble of it uh, about three feet away from uh, where it stands. The, the the cat like looks at it from where it from where it's at and uh, just kind of turns its nose up. I'm telling you, I heard a much bigger cat. No, I agree with you. I heard it too. 
I don't know what I don't know what this one is doing. If it's a decoy, uh, and he'll uh, look, uh, not taking its eyes, not taking his eyes off of that cat, but uh, maybe walk back to see if he can hear any sound coming from behind them. And no, you don't hear anything coming from behind you. Can I detect magic on this cat? Can I detect evil too? But also, I was wondering, like, I'm trying to find a, 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 a an in-world way of saying, oh, its tail isn't all the way inside. It just kind of feels like a weird thing to say. <laughs> uh, I mean, in a world with monsters, that's a thing yeah, to find out. Yeah. It either has, it must have a really long tail. It's it, it, it's just standing there and it, the tail isn't moving like a normal cat. Uh, yes, you can detect magic and you can detect evil. Uh, how do you want to detect evil? Um, uh, I am a paladin of to restore order. So uh, anything chaotic? Uh, yes, it is chaotic. Um, there... Um, you do not detect magic, uh, at least not currently, but you do detect chaos. All right. Yep, and I'll I'll relay that. Um, it, it it has no good intentions for us, whatever this is. And is it focused? Is it localized on this creature? Um, I feel like uh. You can't necessarily tell the scope of the creature, just like its direction and general location, and because mm-hmm. of what you see. Uh, yeah. Like, so, uh, yes, I guess is the answer. Okay. Um, there's something not quite right about this. We should draw it further away and face it where we have room to maneuver. It meows again, but this time there's a deep rumble. And, like, you can feel just, like, just like kind of bassy vibration like reverberating from the walls so more is it, to the right uh while you're facing it than to the left but also like just in general behind the barricade is kind of where we're at too right yeah y'all are inside the barricaded area yeah but to the right of it behind the barricade blocking the rest of the view um how how thick is this barrier um it, it varies, but uh, not extraordinarily thick. This isn't right. This isn't right at all. There's something about this. And uh, he's just going to charge, uh, not to attack, but run at the cat to uh, get it to run away. And he's going to run to the uh, entrance of the barricade. Make me a perception check okay. as you do. And an intimidate? Sure. Uh, it's a eight uh, perception uh, intimidate. Intimidate. You're so great at seeing things, Don. Fifteen. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you you run up to it and it seems utterly unperturbed. It just meows at you again. Okay, and just like he's gonna run at it like ah, and then uh, stop just short. And uh, since it didn't react at all. He's even more terrifying. He's going to look outside the barricade. It's looking at you. Oh, God. It's looking at you. Uh, So you're going to open the barricade to look outside of it? Wait, how is it? I thought the barricade was... It's like from from floor to ceiling. Like, they walled this off, basically. And they've got this sort of pseudo-door that they've 
and and this cat has like gone through like a crack in it. Yeah, that let's when you were outside, you saw like a little kind of like a, a gap in the bottom where you could crawl through, but she just convinced them to open the door. Yeah. He's gonna, uh, he's gonna take his uh, one side of his comma and uh, not attack it, but broadside, just kind of like shoo, just kind of push it up against it to like shoo it back the way it came. Like, get, um, get. <laughs> make me another perception and an attack roll. Uh, eighteen perception. Oh, three plus. What's my bab and shit now? It's a plus seven or a ten. Combat. Uh, melee plus seven. Okay, so that's a ten. Okay, so you like move your comment and it just like kind of like ducks and rolls over and uh, it, you completely like kind of just miss. And okay. uh, it like when it looks up at you with its eyes, like there's that reflection in its eyes again, but at the same time, like you can see it's patchy in its reflection. Its eyes are dead. Oh, gross. Okay. It meows again, and this, once again, there's the big rumble. I summon a gnat, Sean. If, if I... A gnat? Like the little fey goblins' gnats? What? No, I said I'm summoning that, what I posted the link to. The oh. Lantern Archon. Clint told me the thing didn't like light. Their attack is a light attack. Okay. So I'm going to summon one of these things. And then I'm going out. You're going to open the door? I'm going out the barrier, yes. I'm going to cast, uh, if if I can, a uh, veil of positive energy. This does what? Uh, surround myself with a veil of positive energy, making it harder for undead creatures to harm me. When under the effect, I gain a plus two sacred bonus to AC and a plus two sacred bonus on saves. Uh, only against attacks or effects created by undead creatures. I can dismiss it before as a swift action. Uh, and <laughs> before its duration is a swift action on your turn to deal a number. Oh, so I can dismiss it and uh, it does a number of damage, positive energy damage equal to my level of all undead creatures within five feet of me. Okay. Seeing the dead eyes made me feel like it, this is a undead creature. Okay, that is that is that is a fair assessment. But Don, I am very sorry. <laughs> it seems like every spell you cast, this fucking thing has been like only half effective. <laughs> That's fine. I've been less effective as characters. But yeah, as soon as my archon shows up, I'm I'm gonna go confront this thing. Okay. So, uh, you open the door and there isn't a tunnel on the other side. It's just a big wad of gray, nasty flesh with, uh, with big squirming pods all over it. And they start falling off and screeching and it's nasty. And then it meows again and the whole fucking thing vibrates and there's that big thrum and the little cat's like... Like, I'm immediately going to start shooting this thing and, and have the uh, Archon do the same thing. Okay. Uh, roll initiative, please. Yep. Oh, that rolled backwards. I'm 20 to my initiative. 
Six. I didn't roll all that well. That's good. Well, I rolled really well. It is your turn, Adira. So, yeah, I'm going to back away from the thing uh, since I have such a fucking range and it obviously doesn't fit through this door and start shooting it at that touch AC. Okay. Roll a one. I didn't. I rolled a 15. I get minus two to that. Okay. So, ooh, those are pretty numbers too. Uh, 15 electric damage. Okay. And then the Archon's gonna fire too. Okay. So the uh, the little cat, the pretty kitty, um, you know what a cat looks like when it's suddenly pissed off and its haunches grow, go up and it puffs mm-hmm. its fur and shit? Mm-hmm. It's doing that. Okay. Right, go ahead and roll your uh, photonic rays. So it got a 19 on the first ray to hit. That'll hit. And a 12 on the second range. That'll hit. And that's 11 damage that overcomes any DR. It hisses. Uh, and then it is its turn. One of these little pods, these little fleshy sacks that are constantly just squeezing its way out of this gray nacreous flesh uh, bursts open and a tiny rope of disgusting flesh uh, tipped with a vaguely feline skull lashes out towards the uh, towards the lantern archon okay um if it gets within a 20-foot radius of the Archon, it has to make a will save of 13. Um, or it takes a minus two penalty on attacks, ACs, and saves for the next 24 hours. Uh, okay. Um, uh, it does not fail. Um, so this thing is, like, attached to the main body that's outside the door, and it's, like, shot out of it. Like, yeah. And the Archon has DR. Okay. What is it overcome by? It's uh, overcome by evil. All right. Uh, it is going to take nine damage. Do not reduce that. As this little skull lashes out and like ra- grabs onto the edge of it and this black and gray flesh kind of just splatters outward. Uh, what is it? CMD? Or actually, I could just look at that, couldn't I? You could. <laughs> Six? That's garbage. <laughs> okay. Um, it is grappled. Uh, so it's, there's six, little... it's six normal, eight versus evil. No, that's... The eight is not versus evil. The eight is if you have improved summoning. Uh, well, it has a plus two uh, deflect bonus versus evil, so I thought... That that was going crazy. Oh, well, okay, that that would apply, but uh, it it's still it it gets it. That's rather garbage, CMD. Yeah. Um. So this black, inky flesh that is like gushed out of this thin tendril, of, of, slimy, disgusting, stinky flesh, has like sprayed all over it and and has like adhered it to this rope, so to speak. Um, and it's like struggling to uh, 
to get away, but then it like retracts into the creature's body and the Lantern Archon is drawn up into the fleshy mass where it is now stuck. Uh, it has greater teleport. It can get away. It has to make concentration checks to cast greater teleport. Yeah. Okay. I guess. So. As it at will, though, so. That was that. Uh, and now it is Kamiho's turn. What are you going to do? Uh, Don's scared to death. The, 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 the little cat version is still on the ground, right? Yeah, it's hissing at you. Okay, I can't really... If I get over there to the doorway, I'm blocking Adira. So uh, he, he's gonna... Amazing initiative. Get an extra attack. Um, I'm right by it, so I don't need to move. But um, cast uh, Stunning Barrier. I still have two actions. I'm going to uh, two-weapon fight. Didn't you cast Stunning Barrier... No, uh, I cast a uh, positive energy veil. No, um, against the ooze earlier. Oh, I did, didn't I? So yeah, I'm not doing that. Okay, cool. So okay, I won't cast that spell. Um, I will. I'll do. I'll do first two attacks um, with double two up and fighting. Thirteen. Thirteen. So you you swing at the little cat. Um, and, and it, it ducks below your blade once again, and it, it growls at you and the whole, like that, that wall of gray flesh outside mm -hmm. of the door kind of just shivers and, and there's okay. this rumbling sound. Okay. Uh, two up and fighting. I'm going to do, uh, the other one. This one is not magic. Okay. 24. Does that hit? Yes. Okay. Minimum damage uh, for six, and um, for my other, for my act, for the the same the standard action from Amazing Initiative, I'm going to pull out an uh, the ice liquid ice. Okay. Um, so when you slash into this thing, you slash like right across its back, and you cut through with relative ease. The flesh is soft and mushy. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a little bit of a hook as you, you hook into a bone, but you clip through that as well. Oh. Uh, and then, like, in sickening fashion, like, that wound, like, opens up. The cat arches its back, and it, it just opens up wider. And you see its ribs begin to actively break and shift around. Okay. Don's thoroughly grossed out. And I just realized I'm a paladin. I have smite evil, but I'll do that next turn. Uh, okay. okay. That's um, all I'll do. Well, smite evil is a swift action, is it not? Yeah, but it's after the fact. It's fine. I'll just, I needed to clear it. So I should have done that. Fair enough. It does that. And the, the, the ribs kind of like shift themselves around. And now it's almost like that section on its back is a mouth. It has rib teeth. Ugh, gross. So, Adira, it is your turn. Or actually, no, Baron. Baron is going to do something. Oh, good. There's a, there's a, um, a crossbow bolt from way the fuck back where y'all got the door. Flies <laughs> over and, like, sinks into the the gray flesh by the door. And it just kind of shallowly and just... Oh. And it doesn't even really react to it at all. It's okay. He hit. Uh, so now it's Adira's turn. 
All right. So, gonna fire off another bolt. Okay. So, does a 15 hit the touch AC? Yes. Its touch AC is truly garbage when you're targeting this big chunk. Um, 12 electric. All right. So, it takes 12 electric damage. Uh, what are you going to have your Archon attempt? Uh, it's going to try to teleport away. All right, so it needs to make a concentration check. That's just going to be a plus three bonus for it. It rolled a 14, so 17 total. Yeah, yeah, that is not going to succeed, so it will not teleport away. Yeah, it probably dies now. Ooh. All right. I will make it the creature's turn. I will attempt to maintain. It certainly does. Uh, okay, so 14 damage. Yeah. Uh, uh, it'd be dead. Is that before or after it's DR, though? Uh, it's DR is overcome. Okay, so yeah, it's dead. Okay, so yeah, like, that place where it was, uh, caught, um, like, you just see it, like, because Lantern Archons are kind of metallic in form, and, uh, it just starts to crumple as it gets sucked deeper into the flesh of this thing before it vanishes due to the damage. Um... And uh, Kumiho, uh, the little kitty, mm-hmm. begins to lift into the air, oh. uh, powered by its tentacular tail. Yep. Uh, Definitely uh, got with, anglerfish vibes when you were talking about it. Yeah, and it like folds in half, turning that that place where you hit it into a larger more disgusting and gray-fleshed mouth uh, filled with organs and vitriol. Uh, And it is going to attempt to bite you. Oh, that is a natural one. Oh, does it hit itself? Uh, It does not, but you are not struck by it. You completely avoid it, and it, it doesn't even touch you. You do like a I don't know, you do a fucking backflip or something. Yeah. Uh, which will make it your turn. Okay. It's gross. It is uh, gross. It is oh. utterly disgusting. <laughs> um, I mean, I think it's it's pretty um, apparent what I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to, I'm declaring, uh, I'm calling out the powers of Abadar. Swift action. I choose one target within sight. I'm pretty sure the cat is. Yeah. Um, so I'll be able to add my charisma bonus to my attack rolls. Two points of damage. Okay. So that's okay. I need to see if I even hit. So um, I, have, I have two attacks, right? Without doing anything. Uh, you you have you have two weapon fighting. I think. Yeah. Those okay. So attack. I can't do it that way. All right. Okay. Scroll up. Okay, you know what? No, screw you, Fantasy Grounds. I'm using my dice. Um, first attack. This is the one that's uh, keen and magic. 8 is 17 plus 3, so 20 not natural. Okay. Uh, that'll hit. Okay. For damage. It is... Oh, no. This one. 
Nope, nope, nope. Fuck you. I'm going to use my own D6. 18 points of uh, damage. 18 points of damage. Okay. And this overcomes a bunch of shit, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, okay. If the target of smite evil is an outsider with evil subtype, evil aligned dragon, or an undead creature, that's where the bonus to damage is. Uh, in addition, I get a deflection bonus. I get a plus three. Oh, wait. So I should probably put that in my actions that I'm doing that. Right, so that was my first attack. Uh, smite still being on. Does this count as a second use? No, uh, you, I think your smite lasts until the creature is dead. Uh, offhand. 21. Oh, max damage. So 6 plus 5 is 11, plus 8 is 19 points of damage. All right. So that was my two attacks. And I could move, but I'm not going to. And you can also use... Like you can get, you can spend a full to get your two weapon fighting. You can uh, use amazing initiative to get another attack action. You can use sudden attack as well. Ooh, you know what? I'll use sudden attack real quick and uh, cast lay. And can I do a would a lay on hands do the same as a healing spell, hurting undeady thing? Uh, if it's undead, I'll find out if it's undead right now. Then I'm going to use a lay on hands. Because uh, the eyes made me think it was. So where is Lay on Hands? Uh, damage. Or wait, no. I need to see if it hits, right? Lay on Hands. Yeah. You have to make okay. a touch attack. Oh, that may not do it. Uh, four plus melee. Uh, Twelve. Yeah. Yeah, that'll touch. Okay, cool. So for 2d6, uh, and I rolled uh, three. Okay. So you slashed into this thing. You went slash, slash, and you cut deep ruts through the, the little cat's body, and then you smacked it with your hand to heal, or to, to hurt it because you thought it was undead, but you see that the wounds close as Damn you do it. that. Okay. Okay. But uh, you through those slashes, still like the head of the cat like falls off and tumbles to the ground, and it it's like barely held together by its disgusting flesh and this black, disgusting smelling uh, fluid kind of begins to flow out, uh, almost like it's bleeding. But like before it hits the ground, it slows down and starts working against gravity and making these stringy tendrils that start to reach back upward. This is so gross. Yeah. Exactly, Don. This is so fucking gross. It is. It is gross. I'm sorry. This is my monster. Is it your monster now or was it your monster the entire time? I mean, I came up with it during the the joke about the cat eyes. God damn it. I knew it. I knew I made this fucking thing happen. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, so I did 18 plus 19. So 37 minus three, because I healed it for some. 34 points of damage that round. That's pretty good. Yep, that's pretty good. The the bit in front of you is, is plenty fucked up, but it's being extra weird now. Yep. Yep. I'm just going to keep throwing lightning bolts at this thing. Okay. Because uh, it's like... 
I can't hardly, I can, unless I roll a one, I can't miss the touch AC. <laughs> yep. <laughs> another, another, another bolt lands in its flesh. And this, this one kind of like just digs in very shallowly. And then like just the like undulation of the flesh kind of, it falls out. It falls, it goes ding, ding, on the ground, which at this point, there is a small mountain of these placental mm. blobs uh, kind of spilling into the room. Can I try shooting those? Sure. Just see if if that helps any at all, if I get more of a reaction. Yeah. So what kind of minuses do I take for a called shot? Um, that's not going to be a called shot, just make an attack. They are okay. not a part of its body. Oh, that's a nat 20. <laughs> okay. Fuck yeah, I'm gonna fuck one of these whole things up. <laughs> just the one though, just one of those little things. This is Worth all it. confirm against its touch. Yeah. So 22 lightning damage. Right, so you, you blast a shot of lightning into this pile and it erupts with a screech, uh, many tiny screeches and steam and viscera. Uh, and ter a terrible scent. Uh, and the whole creature quivers and there's this deep rumbling and you just hear like when a, when a cat is extremely just pissed and it's just like that, but like a thousand of them at oh. once. And, uh, and so yeah, there's a big dent where, where those uh, things were piling up. Um, it's it's its turn, so it's it's going to do two things because one of them's semi-reactive. It happens on its turn, but only after a certain thing happens. And the other one is going to be its active thing. I'm going to start with the active thing, which is uh, Don. What's up? Please make me a reflex save. Okay, I think I'm good at those. Oh, that's a nat one. Oh boy, make oh, me shit. a fortitude save. I'm not going to say anything. That's a f okay. That's not much better. Um, fortitude. Yes. That's a nine, but with my smite, I have, or no, with my, uh, uh, veil crap. Um, give me a second. Let me just, let me make sure I have it, that. It's not undead. Oh no. I wasted that too. That's why you kept apologizing. Yep. Fuck me. It is an okay. aberration. <laughs> Don, okay. Don, what's up? You could spend mythic surge points to add. Yes, to mythic your surge. Thank you. I thought I was doing pretty good with all my. You cool also, shit. Uh, you also have uh, three universal mana and one might mana. Oh my god! Well. I completely forgot about mana entirely. I felt I was so good at remembering yes. all that dumb little paladin thing. Yes. Okay. Um. Uh, Action. I just don't know what my mana does exactly. Uh, for the big ones, it is kind of ambivalent as to what they can do, or ambivalent, kind of vague as to what they do, but the universal mana ones have rules. Yeah, I will use that to uh, get a d6 of... Okay, it's a four, so uh, 13. Okay. Um, I... Uh, you can only use one of those, but you could use universal mana to further boost it if you'd like. Okay, where is that listed at? Um, 
here. It's it's in the notes. I'll drag it to you so it'll just immediately open. Oh um, no, it's right there. Okay. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> okay. I have might. I've got an idea now. Okay. It's not my turn yet, so. And I'm sorry that my monster is so disgusting. Well, I mean, it's fitting for the theme of this podcast. It's just yeah, like, no, it's eh. great. It's just it's just gross. No, you're doing great. Um, I mean, you, yeah, you know, you're doing good because you're making people say ooh. Yes. So, if I so if I use uh, before, it's not before. It'll be after. After rolls made, so it'll be a plus four. I'm going to use okay. I'm going to use a universal mana to give me another plus four, so I come to a uh, eighteen. Okay. I think math, there's a lot of different things rolling around in there. Yeah, I think it's 18 total uh, to affect the outcome of the roll. Um, so plus four. You could also, if you want, you could also spend your last universal to get a plus two modulation, which you could use as a bonus. Is that the extra action? No. No, it's it's near the bottom. It's, uh, hold on, where is it? Roll mod. You can spend a universal mana to gain a modulation of two on any die on any die roll made by the user. Yeah, why not? Okay, so that would raise you to twenty. Twenty, not nat- well, obviously not natural. I used every bit of cunning and guile <laughs> and ability, and, I, the gods, the mana from the world itself to get to that number. So there was no natural thing about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so. These thin, stringy tendrils made out of this black ichor, they lash to your face and and across your body, and they're sticky and they're thick, and they pull you towards the base of uh, what's left of the cat. Um, And, and like, they're trying to force into you, uh, but you, you, like, you keep your jaw shut, you, you close your eyes, you, you bat it off, you, your body is not letting it happen. But you, you, you are like, you have like little force fields in your ears from using the mana and shit. Like it, it, you're doing everything you can. Uh, but this is, you feel like this is dangerous. This is not good. Uh, yep. This, this thing has, is trying to do something to you and whatever it is, uh, you won't be taking full penalty from like uh grapple mm. uh you are considered blinded uh for the sake of things that are not adjacent to you okay uh and uh so the more reactive thing is that pile of uh nasty little baby sacks um you start hearing like you know, like that kind of cute sound, like of a of a, like a baby baby kitten meowing. Mm-hmm. Now just add a little bit of grit to that and make it like there's a shit ton of them doing it all at once, and the sacks start to swell. Okay. And then they burst, and I need everybody to make a reflex save. Okay, what penalties do I take to a reflex uh, save? Minus four. Thank you. Oh dear, I'm starting at a negative one. Do I need to make one being so far back? How far back are you? Well, it's, I, I, I said once I opened the door, I'd back all the way up because I had range. And your back all the way up is 20 feet? Uh, yeah, I guess. 
Okay, then yes, make a reflex save. Okay. Yeah, I failed. I got a four. Oof. Uh, or a three, rather. The, uh, the I got plus... a 19. Nice. What about Baron? I'm going to uh, die. Bar- Baron is like 60 feet away. Baron is good. All right. A 19. Okay, so you're going to be taking three damage. Don, you will be taking seven. And I need four uh, saves does from both my of you. DR, Does my DR apply to Yes, it, it, will. it will. Then yes. I take one damage. Okay, you take one damage. Did you say four? Yes, fortitude. Eleven. Uh, Sixteen. Uh, Sixteen? All right. Okay, so um, it is now Kumiho's turn. Uh, you can attempt an escape artist grapple check uh, or otherwise, however you think would work to just make this stop. Whatever this is. Um, would you say escape artist was one? Escape artist, grapple check, if you can think of something else that would make sense. No, like if you I want to attack the tentacle and try and cut through it, that's an option. Or I fear that that may not be enough to get it all the way off me, so I'm going to try for an escape artist, but I'm going to... I think I'm out of... Let me check my mythics. How much have I used? I've used... You've got two surges left. Um, so you've got two mythic surges left. You are out of a universal mana, but you do have a might mana. Okay. Um, actually, no, I th- I'll use one more. Um, wait, wait, what about Juggernaut? Could I use my uh, Juggernaut to rip myself away? Uh, you could certainly try. Okay, so, okay, you expend one use of Mythic Power while performing this charge to gain a plus 10 circumstance bonus to my strength check to break the object. Does that work for you? Yeah, that works for me. Okay, let me just click it that I've used it. Um, So this will be a plus 14 to my uh, strength check to rip myself away. Ten plus four, nineteen. Uh, so you charge away and like, uh, do, do you want to attempt to use your final surge for a surge die or use your might mana? I'll use my final might mana to get a plus. Oh, you get your might mana is different than universal mana. Might mana can do big shit. Like, like if you, if you want to just say you succeed this with your might mana, you can yeah, yeah, I I need to get away. Yeah, yep. Yeah, I will, I will use my might mana to uh, succeed on this and tear myself away. Okay, uh, you successfully rip away. Uh, you also deal... Uh, what is your strength mod? Three. Yeah, three. Uh, you also just... Because you rip so goddamn hard, you also just deal 18 damage to it. Damn. It rips away, and, and uh, you you move you move away, and like the, the tentacle is stretched to its max, and and you rip kind of like the bit that's on your face off, but it'll like kind of fall limp after that. The the tenderly bits just turn into this nasty fluid and just flow away. Oh, gross. Okay, uh, was that just one action to do, or was that my entire? Uh, that was a charge, so that was technically a full round. Okay. But you, uh, you could, you do have um, one surge die left, so you could use that for uh, amazing initiative if you wanted. Yes, yeah, I will use my final one 
I have this is going to be a teamwork thing. I am going to last one to uh, throw my vial of liquid ice at the uh, open door in the gross, great the the gross bit. Okay. And uh, so I need to hit a DC. The, it, it doesn't work like that. Make it make a range touch attack to make a ranged attack. It's not a oh. grenade, mate. 19 plus ranged four points of uh, ice damage. Hey, okay, so you, you throw your liquid ice and it shatters over this this flesh and it, it turns like this brighter shade of gray and, and, and turns hard. The little sacks exuding from its flesh become rigid and don't want to move really. Uh, and then it will be Baron's turn. Let's okay, see if he rolls as I, yeah, as I threw it, I shouted them, I, I froze it fast, smash it. So this time, the, the bolt actually seems to find some purchase uh, near the edge of the frozen area. Nice. Um, so uh, now uh, is Adira's turn. Okay. I'm going to try to do something really, really cool. And you're probably going to tell me now. But I have the cyclic mana. Yes. It lets me do things with cycles. Yes. I want to break the cycle that allows this thing to keep making these pods. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, this is a powerful creature, so I'll give it a save. And like I, I'll spend some universal mana too if I need to to amp it. But. Uh, you could it, if you want to actually hold on to your cyclic mana. You could. I think I think it's is it three or is it four to sacrifice universal for a mana? Uh, manifest three universal. You could sack your universals to uh, make them act like a cyclic. Yeah, but you had said at one point that we could use universal along with our specific manas to amp it. That's yeah, what I'm by, to do. Okay, so you're you're wanting to stack. I'm wanting to dump it all into this to stop it from being able to do this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um if since you're stacking two cyclic mana, um I will let you um, how do, do you want to try and push this further a little bit? Sure. Okay. Um what would you like to do? Um well, uh, the other thing it says my mana can do is to uh like actually harm creatures so like just dump some damage in with it okay and like i said i this i'm not just dumping my sick like i'm dumping my universal too everything is going into this right the 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 way the way it's going in is you're essentially spending a cyclic spending three universal mana to make another cyclic to dump on top of it uh because that's just better um uh, I'll give you a couple of options here. Do you want me to have it have a save against uh, instant death, or do you want to just kind of hurt it and make it stop making the things? Um, I definitely want it to stop making the things. Okay, so like, because I feel uh, like that's do- helping it too much. All right. Uh. Okay, so you can you can make it stop making the things. You can do it this way. You can either dump both in there and it won't get a save. You can dump one in there and it'll get a save and you can use the other one to hurt it. Or you can use both to try and instantly kill it. Let's just see if we can instantly kill it. Fuck it. 
I'm a, I'm swinging the d20 around. I'm swinging it around. And right. Then the thing. I mean, but if it if it's going against my saves, I've got a pretty good shot. I've got a fucking high charisma. So you you summon up all the mana you have. You cast it forth. This black and white swirling vortex just slams into this creature, uh, and it's this torrential like sideways tornado of black and white vapor that's just obscuring everything in front of you. And then the vapor clears and you see the gray flesh ahead of you. It's no longer glistening or pulsing. It grows dull and starts to flake away like ash and collapse into itself. (laughs) Fuck yeah! I did something awesome. That was amazing. I just completely forgot about that fucking man. I'm so glad y'all said something about it. <laughs> I'm, okay, I'm glad Sean guided us to it because I was so focused on this other stuff that I completely spaced mana. Shit, that's so cool. I need some more of that. Hmm. Yeah, we need to go harvesting. Damn. Wait, am I only down 10 HP or am I down to 10 HP? Uh, let me let me look. Uh, you're only down 10 HP. Oh, I thought that was much more dire. Oh, but that was that was very well oh, crafted. Yes, baby. I'm shaky. I'm sorry. I, I'm shaky. That was that was nuts. <laughs> that was that was gruesome. And I'm glad I could help create that. Thank you. Very yeah, Adira is just like, did y'all see that shit? Uh, I don't uh, think Kumiho can see much of anything right now, actually. Oh no, you you got the, you're not blinded anymore. That oh, stuff fell okay. off your face. Like it like face hurtered you, so you couldn't see through it. But that shit fell ah, off. Ah, gotcha. Okay. I'd like you both to make me perceptions. Oh, 18. 25. So you would both notice uh kind of as this thing is crumbling into itself. Uh, a f- slightly familiar sight uh, to when you first gathered mana. Thin, wispy, almost imperceptible tendrils of Ooh. color. Can we tell what kind of mana they are? Uh, do either of you have arcana? <laughs> I don't no. think so. Uh, not really. Nope. Uh, you're you're not well uh, adjusted to it enough to uh, just be able to pick it up on visuals. Just We're yet. still my yeah. detect magic won't We're, tell me anything about it. You don't have Arcana or Spellcraft. It just no, makes it easier I to thought, see. I thought if you just concentrated with detect magic, it told you shit. So. It, it does. All it tells you is how many auras they are and how strong it is. The you have okay. to make either knowledge Arcana or knowledge or Spellcraft checks to actually get more information. All right. Huh. Uh, at this point, uh, Kumiho is uh, he, he's drained. He's used a lot of uh, of his ability. He's called on a lot of power. He is uh, he'll look to Adira and look at Baron, and he'll he'll go forward and um. So what what are they colored wisps? Wisps. Uh, they have an odd bit of color to them. It's a little green, a little gray, 
uh, kind of swirled together. Adira, are you familiar with this? Uh, it's mana, but I don't know what kind of mana it is. I am fully depleted. I, I, I think I'm going to risk, risk it. Go for it. And uh, he'll go forth. And uh, how do we collect? Like, uh, uh, you, you, you spend time. Okay. Uh, uh, normally, you need universal mana or a surge die to absorb absorb it but Mm. this is in a dense uh concentration due to its immediate death so (laughs) uh if you spend a little bit of time trying to do it i will let you absorb it yeah uh stomping around the guts of this disgusting bloated monster yeah it's 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 dry it's very ashy like oh Oh, like all the moisture was drawn away from it okay yeah like voldemort when he died just okay walking around the ash of this disgusting grotesque thing and he will uh, absorb collect take in I guess this uh, this mana alright so you absorb it uh, congratulations on way earlier than I ex- ever expected getting a unique mana oh does that mean I can summon this thing is this final fantasy <laughs> uh, that might be an ability that you could oh. use this for. Gross. Um, of course, you expend mana, so you can just go. Woo, yeah. Every battle, that might be something you can use it for. You don't know. You, you'll have to. You'll have to think on it and see what you can come up with. Okay. Well, like with this thing dead, uh, I think if she will clean herself if she got any ick on her. She doesn't like the ick. Yeah, there, there was a big ick explosion. A big yeah. explosion. So she's going to uh, clean the ick off of her with her magic. Okay. And then she's going to uh, go back inside and find Clint. Barrett is just staring at her like, what the fuck? Like, is it, like she'll walk up to Clint and she'll say, it's dead. Like, I feel like anybody who is anywhere near the door is just standing there, like, mouth agape. Yeah, uh, Kumiho, uh, very drained, uh, just not even mechanically, just uh, all the all the power he expended, all the, the, the fear of all of that, he's kind of def- slack, and he walks past uh, Baron, uh, pats him on the leg. That'll do, Baron. That'll do. And uh, he'll walk into the house and uh, <laughs> collapse in a chair and just uh, uh, just child grabby hands uh, ask for a, a drink. And <laughs> one of the shadow servants who comes over and just hands yep. you one. Yep. And he'll just nurse that for a bit. But yeah, she, she just walks up to Clint and is like, it's dead. I, I, I can see that. That's oh. um, well. That was, that was, what, what was that? Now, will you get out of the city with me? I, I suppose, it, oh, with, with any luck, that was the only one, and yes. Okay. It's really hard to save people who don't want to leave. That, that was so much power. Yeah. It's okay. A lot has happened in the last month. I, I'd say. I like Baron's just like, what the fuck? Still just <laughs> like he's over there with the fucking with the fucking crossbow standing in the doorway. He's just like, eh, what, in the, what in the fuck was that? I used mana 
it's kind of a weird thing. The, the, the fuck's that? Like magic? Yeah, kind of. It's like wild magic. Um, and uh, when I was on the shadow plane, I absorbed it and was just walking around with it in case I needed it. And well, it seemed like we needed it. Fucking hell. Uh, go ahead and, and get some sleep and stuff. And uh, we should be able to get y'all out of here tomorrow. Um, uh, uh, okay. Um, well, uh, uh, of course. Uh, like everyone is just fucking baffled. Like, like they just ran into like a fucking level twenty wizard or some shit and saw them do some wacky crap. Like that kind of baffled. The <laughs> dude's just like, okay, Kumiha, I'm gonna go to my room and rest. Yes, yes, rest. That's what I'm doing now. And uh, he's just nursing his, he's just holding uh, his drink with both hands. Just, just drinking his Mai Tai. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so you have, Kamiho has one Felagoth mana. You best tell me we level up off that. <laughs> uh, Kumiho, level up twice. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Adira, yeah, go ahead and level up once. And uh, you have both are considered as having passed one mythic challenge as well. Okay, are you tracking that? Uh, yeah, basically. Okay, because I didn't know if I was supposed to track it or not. But... You'll hit tier three at your next uh, one, I think. Damn, let's go pick another fight, Don. Um, uh, you might not be prepared <laughs> for another mythic fight right now. <laughs> Well, no, he can sleep first. <laughs> Yay. Which y'all will be able to, um, which actually, if you wanted to reinstate some of your universal mana and you still have uh, surges left, you could do that. Oh, I still have all my surges left. <laughs> okay, so then you could, you could reinstate up to two of your universal mana. Okay. And I will take note of the saturation. Saturation is now low. That was pretty cool. Yep. Fear like, I, knew he, I knew he said that we were going to be able to do cool stuff with the mana, but like, I didn't know precisely what. Hey, my BAB goes up this level. Yeah. Yeah. Stacking mana like that is very powerful. She was just dumping shit in all of it in there. It's like, okay, we can do this. Congratulations on killing a CR 13, by the way. Uh, I, I'm a little sad I didn't get to have an I'm sorry John moment there though because you, uh, you spend all that shit to pass your fortune. <laughs> Hi there, my name's Don. I'm a proud patron of this podcast you just listened to. I'd like to take a moment to talk about some of the projects that I work on. When I'm not listening to Tracy, Sean, and the rest of the gang tell wonderful stories using the Pathfinder rules, I like to make podcasts of my own. I'm the GM in the Starfinder homebrew adventure Hexgrid Heroes. On the other side of the GM screen, I play Cory in Pokemon Seicho and Peleus in Ashes and Allomancy. I also like to sit around and talk with my friends about how horror movies can be used in a haunted house setting, and for that, check out Fountain of Fear. All of these podcasts can be found at hexgridheroes.com.
Hey everyone, thank you for listening to this episode. I'm Brian. I run Action Forge, a tabletop RPG YouTube channel where we dive into all sorts of topics. If you want to learn more, head over there and check it out. Also, if you want updates on all my various projects and some awesome tabletop RPG memes, go ahead and check me out over at Twitter where I'm at Action Forge. Good day. This is Dick Horney, inviting you to explore the world of Dustress a unique homebrew setting within an Elder's Dream Games universe. Come along as the Hive Queen leads a gambler. Cowboy motherfucker with six shooter. I ain't never moved cattle in my life. I am a gambler. A Native American. He he doesn't have a lifetime of eating processed food, so he probably is actually quite regular. And a Detroit teenager. Okay, so we're rolling into elves, aliens, and troll dolls. Through discovery of new magical abilities, struggle with the reality of unknown gods, and maybe learn a little bit about themselves along the way. Visit Eldritch Dream and Duster's Podcast on Twitter for details. They took to the stars and became stars. So it says here you're from another galaxy? Yeah, Milky Way. I don't think I'm ever going to get used to saying that. A band that influenced entire galaxies. Sector 8, let's make some... Downfall. Fuck you and fuck you too, Switzerland. Thanks for having my fucking back. Now, 20 years later, they find themselves unpleasantly reunited. James, what are you doing here? We had an entire motherfucking galaxy and you show up on this place. In a place where things are not what they expected. One of our staff members just happened to go missing this morning and uh, I kind of had Travis. I understand. Why the uh, fuck do you have a guitar? LCP D&D presents Odyssey, a musical actual play adventure set in space using the Savage World system. Listen in by searching for LCP D&D on your favorite podcast platform or find us at lcpdnd.com. Welcome, Forsaken Travelers. Do you like sci-fi fantasy atmosphere? Do you like bad, scary movies, cult classics, and more? The Crow, Beetlejuice, Frankenstein? What about dad jokes? We have those, too. Tune in to the podcast for the untimely dead every other Sunday on your favorite podcast app. We'll see you there. If you would like to become a patron, check us out on patreon.com forward slash Eldritchdream. Also, if you like the show, give us a review on iTunes. You can also find us in the Hive, that's our Discord, link in the description below. You can also find a link to our merch on sonerdware.com. And find us on Twitter, at Eldritchdream, at Eternap, and at Dustress Podcast. And until next time, everybody... May the elder gods haunt your dreams.